Welcome to Miracles in Recovery with Ray Lynch. If you are one of the millions of people facing addiction issues or the loved one of someone who is, we're here to help and to discuss solutions. Hope is in your corner. Now, here's your host, Ray Lynch. Good evening and welcome to Miracles in Recovery. Oh, that's the bug. It's the bug sprayer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're wondering about yeah, this no, car that was start, driving I, by. I just, I just got. We just got uh, mosquito sprayer. We just got flashing lights in the studio. I'm like, uh oh. Good evening and good night. <laughs> <laughs> it is it was, Florida. We yeah. got to get rid of those mosquitoes. Yeah, it was the bug sprayer. You know, I noticed. I noticed this afternoon there was quite a few out. There, yeah. There were, yeah. It's been bad because of all yeah. the rain we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are back on the air live after uh, a few weeks. We had uh, a problem with scheduling two weeks ago, and then ultimately I had surgery and was absolutely not up to sharing my experience, strength, and hope with you last week at all. I was still in too much pain. Um, Doing a lot better this week, and, you know, my only only, – Anxiousness is we are in the middle of Toys for Tots season right now. Oh, that's right. And I can't and you're, anything. Yeah, and you yeah. probably can't for quite a while. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to be the boss and be able to yeah. direct. But, yeah, but, but I'm sure you I'm still want to. I know I'm going to find myself grabbing a box and paying a, paying a price for it. Yeah, they're going to have to really watch you so that you don't do that. Yeah, you know, I'm going to have to watch myself. I mean, we can only police ourselves. I mean, I'm I'm by myself the majority of the time. I walk into the warehouse and see something that needs to be moved. And, yeah. Yeah. Just going to have to remember not to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know something, fortunately enough, the pain and the cane that I have to use by the end of the day will remind me. That that's, a, that's a very good reminder. I, I go to do something and I go, oh, you know, I'm not supposed to lift anything over X amount of pounds in the first couple of weeks so I try not to even do it that's got to be hard though I would think oh maybe I can just do this one you know because yeah, you hate you to ask people that. to do stuff for you no I know I don't even want to take out the I didn't even take out the trash we have trash uh, here Tuesday and Friday I didn't even take out the garbage Friday because I was really? all by myself I didn't want to drag the bag yeah, yeah I don't you blame know? you good good yeah. take care of yourself that's yeah but I mean the, the house smells like garbage and it's you know, I'm I'm exaggerating, but it's you know. No, I didn't smell any garbage. No, I know. I'm <laughs> just saying. So, um, we've had a couple of eventful things happen. And me, my surgery, you losing a pilot friend of yours. Yeah, very, um, uh, very tragic event here. We, um, our our town has an air show every year. And this year, like every other year, everything was set up. Everybody was excited. Mm -hmm. You know, I was coming back from a a business trip, and I saw a news flash on my phone because I was, you know, you sit in the chair watching for as long as you can. Yeah. And there was a plane that crashed at the airfield, and they didn't say who it was, and they didn't really say what type of plane it was, and it crossed my mind that it might be Joe. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, but then you think, yeah, no, it can never. Yeah. But then, you, then you think, no, no, not possible. Surely not. And when I landed, I had several messages from people, and it was. So, you know, ultimately, his body was on the runway until sometime Saturday. He was killed early or early Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. and they had to wait for the NTSB to come. So oh, yeah. yeah. The show was canceled, ultimately, and... 
everything that went along with it. So it's been a very sad and eventful weekend for us just you know trying to process this he w- he was kind of a bigger than life person uh-huh. very energetic guy and just the fact that he's gone is almost unbelievable and, and that's the first that's the first accident that the air show has had right that is very all true these, was it 31 years or something like that yeah at it's least been, it's and maybe more than quite that a long, yeah it's been quite a long time. and that you know they do a lot of stuff a lot of it's dedicated to veterans and you know, a lot of the, the charitable work that they do is for veterans' charities. You know, obviously right. a lot of military guys are involved with mm-hmm. airplanes. And this particular plane, the one that crashed, was a Vietnam airplane. And one of the, the missions of, you know, Joe and the people that worked with him was to bring back the remains of the Vietnam POWs and MIAs. Right. And they had the names on, stenciled on the plane. And when they found somebody, which they do, they would mark it off. Yeah. So people would come just to see the names. Just to see the names. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah. I've actually seen people go and touch it, and and put um, you know paper and yeah. and rub it uh-huh. on there, take pictures. You know, so maybe it was their relatives. I don't yeah. know, but it, you know, so it was almost not like the Vietnam Wall, but you know the memorial. Yeah, no, it, but it had almost the same representation. Yes, though. and yeah. and it was emotional yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So very sad that the plane is gone too. I mean, just the whole thing is unbelievable. But I guess. That's life. Yeah, with life there's death, you know, yeah. and that's that's the sad thing. And you, you know, know, he died doing what he loved best. Can't can't the, um, ask for much more than that. No, no, and and you know, you, you said that they they had to leave him on the uh, the runway for you know as as long a time as it took for the NTSB to do their job and for everybody else, you know, the probably. Uh, uh, Alcohol, tobacco, and firearms as well, because they kind of do the same thing as well. Where you have someone like Jeffrey Epstein, who was moved five minutes after he was hung. Yeah. You know, it it doesn't make yeah, sense. A lot, of, lot more to that story, I do yeah. believe. Yeah, there's a lot more to a lot of stories out there, you know, yeah. but... We're not a conspiracy show, so I guess we, no. won't, we, we won't share on that. I'm sure everyone who sees Facebook has seen all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that they've And they've the memes and own, everything else. Yeah. You know, but it, it, no matter what happens around us, I'm truly grateful that I'm in pain today. In other words, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm alive. You know, the, the reality of it is, is that um, even being... Uh, over 30 years clean and sober, today is still a good day to get high. And how I used to deal with pain was I would dull it. You know, how I used to deal with reality was I would dull it. And today that's just an option that I choose not to use. It's absolutely an option. I'm an addict. That's what we do. I'm a drunk. That's what we do. Um, but it's an option that I choose not to use today. How I choose not to use it is is I make sure that I tell people who I am and how I'm feeling. You know, um, many a people over the past, it, I had my surgery last Thursday. I'm wrong. It was a Thursday prior. So it's been 10, you know, 12-ish days yeah. or something like that. I, I'm not good at math. I went to Volk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, 
people have texted me during the day, how you holding out, how you feeling, and I tell them it, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt enough to be able to ruin what I have. Right. You know, um, I can think past the the uneasiness today. I can think past the uh, pain and and know that tomorrow would bring me so much more heartache and I'd still be hurting. Right. You know, and I'd tear up what it is that I had done and I'll probably end up back in the hospital and or get it all infected infected and gangrene and all that and lose my leg. Oh, that would be awful. But that would be the reality. Yeah. So fortunately enough, I'm grateful. When, when I say get out of my own way, that's what I mean. I mean allow all of that other crap to come, not crap, all of that other stuff to come in to remind me, if you want to be selfish, have at it. But these are your options going forward being selfish. Yeah, and they are good ones. No. Definitely not good no. ones. I knew that you wouldn't be taking any of the, the pain medication. Well, I mean, I, I don't know um, what they gave me while I was out. You know, I, I let them know, you yeah. know, that, I, you know, um, you know, and I asked them how, how the uh, propofol, uh, you know, I asked yeah. them if I was going to wake up singing like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the, lady, the lady got a kick out of that. She said, why no? She said, Michael Jackson didn't wake up singing like Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, he didn't either. wake he didn't up. Wake up. Um, but, I, you know, I didn't know. Only because, I mean, I've, I've had surgery before, but it was, last time I had surgery was uh, on my appendicitis. It was 1981, 82. Yeah. And when, when they knock you out, it knocks out all of your pain receptors as well. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today, with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
You may also send an email to Ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. So as quick as we faded away, I bet you everybody (laughs) thought we got the bug spray. Oh, yeah, Yeah. I bet they did. Yeah. But we we had a little technical issue that we had to take care of. You know, but but fortunately enough, like what I was saying, um, I'm glad that I have a quite a few people who were checking on me to see how I was feeling to see, you know, um, because I know if I, if I would have said, this is horrendous pain, I need to do something. Somebody would have talked me out of that because right. I know in my mind that, you know, it's a hernia operation. It's not like I had a leg amputated or a hip replaced or it's a hernia operation. Come down tiger. Well, I wonder you know? sometimes do, you know, what sorts of, surgeries cause that kind of intractable, horrible pain that requires something as strong as an opioid, honestly. I think it's in your mind. I think it is, too. You know, I think a I lot mean, of my it. mother had a hip replacement, and she refused all of that yeah, stuff, and she was my fine. My grandmother never, I mean, I don't remember having, having her ma- having major surgery, but my grandmother never, never took anything. She didn't even like taking aspirin. She right. lived till she was 104. Yeah, my mom doesn't take anything either, Yeah, and she's and 90, so. Yeah, I, I so I, it's... A lot of a lot of our pain tolerance is um, mental, right? Because I physically, think so. physically we can handle. I mean, you have babies, and I had no medication for that right. either. So had them you know, natural. Yeah, it, it's it's your own personal uh, pain tolerance, yeah. but I think a lot of it has to do with with mental. And I think if I was at a point where I was saying I need to do something, somebody would have been able to say. Not, not that. Yeah. yeah, not Just that. Just sit still. And, but but there, are, there are a lot of pain coalitions that are very, very adamantly against any kind of restrictions on the you know prescription opioids, mm-hmm. which is, well, I'm sure they're hooked on them. Of it's course dangerous. they don't want them taken away. Yeah. You know, it's unfortunate, but... I don't when know. I worked, when I worked for the a few of the toxicology labs that I had worked for after I retired from the fire department, I saw people who came in with, you know, like they wrenched their back or, mm-hmm. you know, they they did something, pulled the muscle. I, I, I don't know. I'm 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 looking at them through my eyes, but I saw them come in healthy people. And not too long later, yeah, being just a, a bag of ooze, yes, you know, and it's sad to watch that happen. So I think that's another tool in my Rolodex that if I ultimately decided to medicate a silly pain that I have, in in my, in my view, it may be it may be intolerable for somebody else. But I know what my pain threshold is. I've I've put my body through hell for 60 years. Right. You know, um, playing sports, falling off a roof. Right. (laughs) You know, this, that, the other thing. Um, So I know what my pain tolerance is. If I'm going to lie to myself when I stub my toe and say that I can't bear it, then then shame on me. So if so, I know that I could. I know that I could handle it. I have to take every single case, every single thing on a case-by-case basis. Right. There may be something out there where 
I lose an arm, like horrifically in a machine accident. Right. I may need medication for that. Who knows? I'm not going to stick my hand in any machine to have them take have it take my arm though. You know, and right. I don't. Unfortunately, if I don't, I don't work around machinery like that. But I'm sure that there is something that would be needed a little bit more aspirin and a little bit more than aspirin and I'll encounter that and deal with it when that time comes. Today I'm fine. Today I'm sore. Today I'm fine. Right. Blessed. Yeah. Very blessed. Right. right. Blessed I'm not that, gonna you, run a marathon. that you didn't have that kind of yeah. pain. Yeah. I mean, 29 years ago, I might have had perfect justification to oh, yeah. take the medication. What an excuse. Yeah. What a beautiful excuse. Yeah. This. I mean, there's nothing that I, you know, um, I, I, a friend of mine was was uh, was here visiting, and um, he got something. He got like a kidney stone or something like that. So I ran him over to the hospital. We were like the ambulatory brigade over here for a couple <laughs> yeah, of days. Yeah. I but, know you guys are <laughs> all messed up. Um, so I brought him over to the hospital. That's very painful too. Uh, yep, and. He was so terrified that he cried. Oh, uh, that they were going to give him something? Because he didn't, he adamantly didn't want, because he didn't want to go back to the life that he lived. Right. And that's what we're up against every time we choose to use medication to ease a little bit of pain. Right. You know? And it's, and it's a crappy place to be, but... We did it to ourselves. Well, you know, I don't know. I still believe there's a genetic component to it, but I think anybody who takes that stuff long enough is going to get hooked on it. And oh, yeah. it, you know, it's very unfortunate that it's. And I think there's an awareness coming. Actually, uh, many more people are aware now that you know you shouldn't do that. If you do, it should only be for two or three days at the most. If you absolutely have to have it, you know, post-surgery or whatever. They used to hand it. I mean, dentists could prescribe it, although dental pain is pretty horrible. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that's a good reason to use it. I, I don't think I would. I would I would hope not. But my brother had a compound fracture of his femur in mm-hmm. his thigh. You know, bone sticking out from a bike accident. He got twisted up somehow. Oh, yeah, no, there's somehow. justifiable use. Well, no, he didn't have that. He had something else. Oh, they put a pain... Blocker in or something. Yeah, right? something they, else. They the and yeah. they did a surgery. He's got, I mean, his his leg looks like a bionic one. He's got all kinds of screws and stuff in it. He had no pain medicine afterward. When was this? Uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So they, his, his wife actually called because they were trying to give him trazodone or something, some antidepressant yeah. for the pain. And, and she said, Should I give him this? And yeah. I was like, No. No. Yeah. no. If, you know, was whatever he doesn't need no bill huh. frank probably would have <laughs> had it <laughs> all <laughs> no pain for him <laughs> but he did say he was very grateful for whatever it was they did before the surgery that made the pain go away because i guess it was pretty horrible nerve pain blocker things or yeah whatever. They i don't do, know they do incredible things with medicine well that was overseas too so they they have more leeway yeah 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 but you know, enough of enough of my pain. Let's let's share a little bit of joy, you know. Um, 
get a new fence put around my house. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, but it's it's too big. The pickets the pickets are too big. The dogs are going to be able to run out of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, bear will. So I'm going to have to put chicken wire around the bottom. Around the around the bottom. Of it. So <laughs> it's going to be a complicated fence for a fence that I got to wow. put chicken wire around. But you know something, it is what it is. I mean, I don't I don't stress those things. You can't. No, you really you can't. Know? No. No, you can't. You know, it can. Everything can be gone in a moment. Yeah. You know, and, and we yeah, tend to at, forget about that. Look at your friend. That. Look at yeah. your friend. He was he was just doing his quals and you know yeah. touch and goes or whatever. Loving and, his uh, life, getting you know excited about what was going to happen all weekend. Yeah. Very sad. I mean, life can be tragic, so I think we have to. You know, we have to be grateful for the blessings that we do have. Exactly. And sometimes it's hard to see them. But, you know, if you just sit down and think about one little thing that you're grateful for. That you can grasp onto. In, in, yeah. You know, in your day. I mean, granted, people's days can be overwhelming. If, if, I, look, if I looked at my life that I had to um, encompass it all and accept it all all at once... It would be too overwhelming, right? Even even today, like, wah, wah, wah. and that's not that's not how I wake up in the morning. That's not how I go to bed at night. And it's all about adjusting your ability to handle what is coming down the road. Like I know I, I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. I know so when I wake up, there's nothing else I got to do except to get ready to go to that. So if something comes my way. I got to go to my doctor's appointment. Right. One, because I have to take care of me, and two, it's because that's what's on the agenda. I have to lay things out like this, that, like toys for tots. I was getting overwhelmed with, you know, maybe I should put it off until January, and I, I, I can't do that. No. I have to do it the way that it's that it's laid out in structure. You know, because once I lose structure, once I start taking the taking the wheel again, it's all over. Right. Who's to say that if I waited until January, it wasn't that much worse, and I had to go on pain medication? Right. Yeah, you got to do what you got to yeah. do, and you do have people to help you do toys for tots. Yes. Yeah. So. There's plenty of volunteers. Yeah. And you got your warehouse? Oh, we did. We got a new. We got a new place up on, um, up in uh, Fort Pierce, actually. You know where? Uh, oh yeah, you were talking about that. Uh yeah, that that old, that old. Uh, we're um. What's the name of that restaurant that has the store in it? Uh, Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. Where Cracker Barrel is there on that road to yeah. Cracker Barrel, yeah, behind Burger King. 11,000 square feet. It's more than we need. Um, but uh, God bless but, them for yeah, offering yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. Now you yeah. now you don't have to stress about that. No, and and I would be stressing about it if no, we no. were. And uh, fortunately enough, we got the warehouse. I had surgery and everything's falling into place the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. Mm. Life is good. We're blessed. Yeah. That's that's how I truly feel. I actually bought something to hang above my desk that said grateful and blessed because I really truly feel that way. And it it, it took quite a while for me to come to that. You know, <laughs> I did not feel grateful for anything and I certainly didn't feel blessed in my life, but you know, you just have to look at like I said, look at the little things. I I have a, a job. That's a blessing. Even though you had to, like you said, even though it was that taxing and tiring yeah, last week being but, up there. But that's all part of oh, yeah. being big. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the alternative is to be unemployed and, you know, penniless. No, thanks. Blessed. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed. I'll, I'll be irritated and everything else, but I know I am blessed in many, many, many ways. Oh, you know, absolutely. Life is not going to be perfect for anybody. No, and, and I think as soon as as soon as soon you realize and understand that, you know, because there's a lot of people that are out there and they're dealing with their loved ones that their life isn't going the way that they want right. it to. And, you know, they, maybe even their life isn't going the way that they want it to. Um just get out of your own way. I mean, it's easier said than done, but thousands upon thousands upon tens of thousands of people have done it before you, you know, have like, I remember early conversations with you struggling and, and you are absolutely not that same person today. No, and it's no, just it through was... perseverance of walking through the trials and tribulations and, and putting things in the right spots where they belong. You know, this is this is what I can deal with today, and this I can't deal with this, and it'll be there tomorrow if I need to deal with it. Well, and thankfully things did get better, but I think oh, yeah. part because I did kind of just back but away things, and but let things them, got better for you before it got better for uh, around you. Well, yes and no. No, um, I did. Yeah, just taking myself mentally out of it was very very helpful. When you finally realize there's absolutely nothing you can do, mm. nothing to influence somebody who's going through this, you know, addiction process. There is nothing you can do. You can't save them. You can't help them. You, you really just can't do anything. And as, as a parent, and I'm sure as a spouse, even maybe as a child, that's mm -hmm. got to be tough. Yeah. I mean, you want to help people. You want to make this better. You want to make it go away. Well, yeah. I mean, even even with not even talking about addiction, like, you know, anything anything in life. Two weeks ago, I didn't tell you my mother fell again, right? No. Yeah, she dunked her eye off her bed, and she broke the orbital bone. Oh, no. Yeah, but, you know, she's bouncing all over the house, but she's getting up and still walking through it. Oh, that's got to be painful, too, though. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she uh, I don't know what happened. She called me. Uh, ask me, asking me, um, like she said, she fell. She said, I'm okay, but I, I can't get up. Can you call one of the kids? Oh, no. Can you call one and of the kids? And you're here and she's there. Yeah. I thought it was because of her shoulder. Right. She couldn't get up. She was on the wrong side and she couldn't because she had broken her shoulder. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, yeah, and I'm the furthest one away and she calls me. So I called one of my <laughs> nieces who was down the road, ran down, and, uh, because she's on blood thinner, there was blood all over the, oh, all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so they got her to the hospital, Rhode Island Hospital, actually, they brought her to. They brought her to Toby, but transferred her to Rhode Island Hospital. She stayed there for a while, and then, she, of course, they, they progress everybody back through rehab right. again. So, you know, Did I guess, she have to have a surgery? No. Oh, that's good. No, fortunately enough. Um, so, you know... There's nothing at, at that point. There was absolutely nothing I could do, right? Except reach out to somebody who was closer. See if she was still in in Florida, I would have had to drive three and a half hours to get to her while she was still on the floor, right. you know. And I told her I said, "I'm going to call an ambulance." She said, "No, just call my granddaughter." And I said, "No, I'm going to call an ambulance." She said, "I'm fine." 
I said, okay, you're fine. <laughs> As there's blood all over the floor. My daughter, my granddaughter, my, uh, my niece got there and she had to call an ambulance. You know? <laughs> of course but, she did. <clears throat> but your mom's a nurse. She knows. Yeah, she knows all right. Well, thankfully, everything's okay, right? I, uh, yeah. No, oh, good. But again, so many things out of our control, and we can make ourselves insane, crazy, trying to control them. Yeah, we can make ourselves crazy about it. Right. Yeah. And and it's it's not worth it. You can't. You just can't do it. But no. it it, does, it took me a while to learn. It took me a quite a while, long time to learn. Yeah. Um, we have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Quiet. We have a guest. Yeah, take your headphones off and shut the door if you would. Uh, you know, the, I'm 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 grateful that uh, you know even even through all of this madness, you know, we haven't we have pe- we're having people listen to us in all these different countries and they're dealing with uh, with with our dog issues. But you know, something <laughs> that's that's how life goes, and I'm way okay with whatever it is that we put across the air. You know, we have a we have a great uh, a great audience base. And, um, you know, I think a lot of them tune in not to hear what we have to say about addiction or, or whatever. I think they just listen to the friendly voices that right. we have, you know. And, and this, is all, this is all part of the, um, the realism of it. Yeah. You know, we're, we're sitting in my home, in my studio, uh, transmitting worldwide. Isn't that absolutely it's, amazing? It's crazy. We 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 used to have to drive down to a studio in West Palm Beach. It was a uh, uh, you know a, I don't want to say a sterile environment, but it was it was a studio with three microphones, three chairs. There was a uh, a producer, right? And she would give us all the marks when to go to break this, that, the other thing. And we morphed into the comfortability of yeah, home and you know much more far reaching. We had we had an eleven mile radius, yeah, in the studio. We're worldwide right now. That's so you know, amazing. Listening to us everywhere and anywhere, and and that's awesome. You know what? And saying that, there is zero intimidation whatsoever because I'm still just talking to you. Right. I mean, we have these funky metal things in front of us that's transmitting, but I'm still just talking to you. Um, and the cool thing is, is that people are hearing us all around the world. I know, and it's so unbelievable that that's happening when we're just sitting here talking. It's truly, yeah. truly amazing. Yeah. And, you know, I I am very grateful to all of you who listen to us, especially the ones of you who listen all the time. It's uh, it's very humbling. Would have been nice if you sent me cards, but other than that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Well, they don't know how to send them. No. No, they don't know. They don't know my address. Um, but yeah. So speaking of that, if you're wherever you are, and if you or your organization would like to be featured guest on the show, please send me an email at ray at miraclesandrecovery dot org. We'll send you an information packet, and we'll get you on the air to be able to share what it is that you want to share. Now you have heard our guest array over the past couple of years and we don't necessarily stick it to addiction if you have something that you want to share if you have something that you 
think is good for our listening audience, we'll by all means invite you on the show and let you share. Oh, yeah. We've had some fascinating guests that really weren't specific to addiction, but, you know, just challenges in life, maybe, and how to, you know. How we can to, always roll that back into the attic. Yeah, oh, yeah. because, yeah, that's that's a challenge, too. And, and life challenges, I think, sometimes lead to addiction because people don't know how to deal with Voice it. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of, maybe they a lot of You can't deal with the feelings. I, yeah. Maybe the reasons why I used was because I didn't know how to deal with the feelings. I didn't know how to voice what it was and medicating them made it that much easier not to have to. Right. You know? Yeah, but what you get on the other side of that is so horrific. And, you know, it, it's so, uh, I was reading, an, actually reading an article today about how, and it was on Facebook, so there were comments about how much, if you have an addicted child and the parents are trying to save the child and that child has siblings, how traumatic it is for the siblings because they get ignored. Right. And, the, and they feel like they're just, you know, not part of anything anymore. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of siblings got on and they were like, yeah, that's how I felt. And I know my son felt that way. Mm-hmm. And he, he he has said that to me. He said, I was traumatized, too, and nobody paid any attention right. to me and my trauma. Right. And because how. he wasn't acting out. Right. If he started breaking windows, your focus would have went that way, to, you know, only because physically he was doing something that his sister was doing. Right. Just, yeah. But no, he, you know, he was my, at that point in time, my good kid. Yeah. You know, that sort of yeah, swung so a little have bit. To worry about, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was him. taking him to hockey every yeah, yeah. night and doing all that mm-hmm. stuff, but I guess mentally I wasn't with him like, the way he needed yeah. me to be. Yeah. I don't know. You know, here's more mom guilt coming down the pike. Yeah. But, but, but it's true. I mean, you know, we, we don't, we focus on, and, and everybody's like that. Well, it, you know, it's such a, a catastrophic thing. Yeah. That it's hard not to, you know. There's always some terrible crisis happening. But I'm sure, it, I'm sure it popped right in when he said, mm-hmm. "You know, you're like, yeah." Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I had trauma too. You, yes, you yeah. had trauma, but so did I, and nobody thought about right. me you're, and how how traumatized to, I was." You're driving up to Rockledge to bring him to practice or to bring him to a game, and M's on your mind instead. Yeah, of instead of that, him. Yeah. You know, even though I was going through the motions, he could probably feel yeah. that that yeah. my. Attention was yeah. yeah disconnected and diverted yeah. and and that's that's so sad and unfortunate and yeah, you know, so I can't go back that. and fix you know, that. I mean, be aware of that. There are you know if I came from a family of seven kids, um, and I think we were all goofy in our own way, um, but and, and I don't necessarily know if um, I'm speaking from from my life. I mean, I know that I know that six of my brothers and sisters are going to go. No, you're an idiot. but i don't think that anyone was neglected because of my use i think maybe they were neglected because of uh, their inability to be able to show love the way that we maybe needed you know and that's no bang on my parents no it's just just, that's the way things you know yeah i think we were all i think i think even I don't like to get into that because what happens is is that you know it brings up um, defenses, mm-hmm. you know, and with someone if someone in my family's listening, they couldn't get defensive on what it is that I say, and I don't I try not to do that because 
we have come so far as a family. I mean, I'm sure, you know, like every family, we have a whole lot more to grow. Um, and because we're all in parts unknown, it's tougher to do. Right. But for me to say, you know, we weren't loved, that's, that's bullshit. Of course. We were. Of course. You know, yeah, you know yeah. and I know my son knows that too. Yeah, yeah, but, exactly. You know, I think <clears throat> what he was upset about is that his trauma was as bad as mine. Yeah. And I didn't it recognize wasn't that. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. that's what he was trying to say, I yeah. think. You know, I loved her too. She he said she abandoned me. Yeah. And you know, she no, did. absolutely. That she was, did. I mean, that was that was his friend when they were growing up. Yeah. When there was his nobody protector, else to turn was to. His big sister. That's yeah. Yeah. You went on vacation, that's who they had. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, like if somebody's a, picking yeah. on you on the bus, she's yeah. not going to let it happen. Yeah. Because she's the older kid, and she right. wouldn't. And now he's two times the size of her. Yeah. <laughs> well, so now it's turning around the other way. <laughs> no, he does feel like he has to protect her sometimes. Yeah. You know, and, and it's cool. You know, I'm, I'm very happy that things are better. But he, he actually said that to me a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, Wow. Yeah. You know, what can I say at this point? But it's good that he can but it's good yeah. that he's saying it because now you can have a quick conversation about it or at least you're aware. Yeah. And he know? knows I'm aware. Yeah. But I mean, you know how you boys are. Whenever you got anything on your mind, who are you gonna call? Yeah. Your yeah. mama. <laughs> well, well, my dad's dead, so I have to call my mother. But yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> somebody said yeah. one that one of my friends said to me, you know, your sons never call you unless they got a problem. Yeah. And that's, you know, at my age, that's kind of true. I think when maybe when your moms get older, you call them more. Yeah, I think so. Just to make sure they're yeah. okay. But, yeah. No, with him, if my, excuse me, if my phone rings and it's him, I'm like, oh, no, what yeah, happened? You see his name yeah. and you go, oh, oh flat tire. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, he's got some kind of angst that he's just got to talk to me about. Yeah. yeah. You know, work problems, woman problems, whatever. Well, but but you know something. Now you're there for him, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 he knows it because he's calling you. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's good. You know, another thing to be grateful for. I'm a lucky, lucky person. Yeah, I mean, and and like you said, you could you could lay out all your negatives on the table, and there would be a lot of them. Yeah, because everyone um, has a lot of cons in their life. Definitely, that's you all know? part of it. Yeah. But, but I think you don't, I didn't, I thought something was wrong with me. I didn't, yeah. you know, I, you know, so everybody else's life is better than mine, but you don't mm-hmm. know what kind of stuff other people have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just had this expectation. Well, my parents made things look easy. Yeah. They really did, you know. And they were lucky. They were fortunate. That they were. Yeah. They were. You know, and, and the, the thing is, is like, you know, if, if you got to, if you threw all your crap on the table and I got to cherry pick through it, I sure as hell wouldn't be going for all of the crappy stuff. Right. You can have that. Yeah. yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll take some of the good things. But I think people put on a front sometimes and you don't realize how much suffering there really is. And yeah. you think there's something, you know, what's wrong with me? Why is my life always worse sometimes than everybody? Sometimes the happier people portray, the more miserable they really are. Yeah. yeah. Or they've learned how to deal with the ups and downs and yeah you know the well, things yeah. that life you, throws you at you good that, and bad once you get to that point yeah. yeah but there's a lot of people who don't deal with it who walk around with a fake smile on all the time but they walk around in fear that they're going to be exposed right yeah 
Yeah, that's know. why I have to be the best at this, and that's why I have to have the Michael Kors bag. And right, exactly. That's why I have to, yeah. That's why I know everything, and I can do everything better yeah. than you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> we still have that guest out there wanting to get on the show. I'm... Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad we don't speak dog. Yeah. <laughs> no translation he's, there. He's trying to make us speak it, though. Oh, he's definitely not happy about something. No. Well, he's not happy because we put him outside. No, he that's was laying true. on the wires. He that's was the reason right. why we uh, <laughs> we keep up. having technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's so little. Who knew? Yeah. But you know something. I'm so grateful that I can, um, that I have the life that I have. Yeah. And you know, I've said it countless times. I would never give up a day of the pain and trauma that I sadly had to put my family through. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have experienced. You know, as as goofy as that sounds, I wouldn't have experienced the full me as an addict. And today, I'm grateful that I walked through what I walked through to be who I am. Well, you know? to reach the spiritual growth that you've been able to yeah. have, I guess you had to get to that point. Mm-hmm. You know, what you call your saturation point. I guess other people call your bottom. Yeah. But you you had to get to the point where you you right. just turn and right. you know you turned you turned your life around and that's a miracle. Yeah, it's a truly a miracle. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a real quick break, um, so maybe I can have a conversation with that uh, the guy that wants to keep getting on the line. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Healthcare has been a major part of news stories today, with one thing that has been consistent inconsistency. Both healthcare providers and patients have to work around and get used to a constantly changing set of rules and issues. Nurses have historically been left out of this decision making. Listen to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. Health professionals, we invite you to share your ideas and experiences while listening to experts in various areas of nursing. Listen Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. When a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer, it's probably the most frightening thing that's ever happened to her. Friends and family often don't know what to do for support, not to mention the patient herself. That's where Breast Friends Cancer Support Radio comes in. Join Becky Olson, breast cancer survivor and advocate. She helps by providing inspiration, information, and most of all, hope. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. The 
You are listening to Miracles in Recovery. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to ray at miraclesinrecovery.org. Now, back to this week's show. And we're back for the last segment. And I think I lost that argument with our uh, guest because she's still out there yelling. Yeah, sounds like he's... He to get uh... on and share with the world his, <laughs> his struggles. And, and his struggles are real right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Can't come lay on those warm cords. No. Oh, well. Yeah. He, he may still talk to us a little bit. We can handle it. Oh, so you know um, the, what, what the station did this week was uh, started today, actually. Uh, you know, like when when I ask somebody to send in the information, I send a, I send it to the studio, and within seventy two hours they sh- they shoot back a card with all of the information that I send in that we can give them to promote them coming on the show. Mm-hmm. We can do it ourselves now. So every single week, going into each show, if we want to have a topic. Like if you're out there and you're listening, send me like if you want to if you want a topic of next week, send me something, and what we'll do is we'll 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 make one of those e cards, and um, we'll we'll put it on base it on that topic like sponsorship or um, morality. Yeah. We, don't, we usually talk about morality and. Ooh, I could talk about that a lot. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, we want to talk positive. <laughs> no. no, I'm a big believer in it. Come on now, yeah. and it's yeah, going no. by the wayside. Yeah, don't get me started. No it, no, it absolutely is. But you know, so we can. They ultimately turn around like like that. So as soon as I put in the information, I'm generating that card. Oh, myself. really? Wow. Yeah. So if we get a guest, like say, if we got a guest, we don't have to worry about waiting in order to be able to promote them. Like mm-hmm. if somebody reached out and said, hey, I want to be on a show next Monday, I can get all get all their information and have the card ready right there. I don't have to rely on the studio to do it and then get it back out to them. Oh, great. So, yeah, that you know, I, I guess it's going to work. I'm going to try just doing one uh, when we get off the air to see how it works. We don't have a – we had a guest slated. Oh, the well, one that canceled a couple of times? Yeah. Yeah, he's had various issues. Yeah, it's something with a horse and a dog, and then yeah, something with life taking over, and, you know, I mean, well, hopefully we'll happen. hear from him again. Yeah. He seemed like he might be interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very, no, very much so. actually. Very much so. Everybody and anybody that, that wants to come on the show, um, I mean, because I'm sure that we would be able to spin knitting into <laughs> well yeah it's yeah. quite therapeutic yeah honestly i yeah. used to do that yeah i would love to have somebody come on and talk about like uh, i'm looking at a picture of a horse um like equine uh the equine therapy yeah yeah i would too that seems interesting you know, it but, does but i think we i think i think honestly i keep hitting the mic i think honestly we do that with our animals mm-hmm. you know i got one i got one of the dogs laying in right. my in my chair right here and that's therapeutic in itself. Right. I usually go to bed with at least one cat. <laughs> <laughs> the one that doesn't get up all night. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so so animal therapy is, is great. But I'd like to, I mean, there's some ranches that they have in Ocala. Mm-hmm. And it's, Where they're actually doing that. Yeah. 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 I'd love to it's have somebody amazing. call. kind of amazing. 
So if you're listening and you know of anybody who does any type of different therapy other than, you know, the basic common 12-step right. recovery stuff, send us an email. We'll reach out to them and uh, see if we can get them on the show and share with our community yeah, you know, there, how, they, how they operate. There are lots of alternative ways that are coming to light now, I think, because we've had such an epidemic over the last 15 or 20 yeah. years, you know, that it, when traditional ways didn't work, people were always trying to think of something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and some of them they threw against the wall and they stuck. Right. You know, there, there's some of them out there that they're still trying to um, make work, you know, but... Um, well, there always seems to me to be a lot of um, help in programs that foster teamwork and structure and, you know, having a goal. Those outdoor ones that yes. they yes. come up with, you know, you go down or, the rapids with, yeah. Yeah, and, and the ones that, you know, where maybe you have some kind of a team where you, you've got a goal, you're going to try to win this or that, and, you know, some kind of athletic endeavor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think he has something he has to tell us. So oh, he's definitely, definitely. I think he's letting us know he's that we are yeah, not he's, doing he's the right thing that by him. Therapy that he needs to speak yeah. about. Yeah. Well, he just needs to sit in somebody's lap, and he'll be fine. Yeah. And and that's that's the beauty of animals. They're yeah. Not, they're they're not hard to please. No. Generally, and, and you know the, the 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 beauty about animals is that is that. They know your sincerity. Yes. Amaya can, like lizards out in the yard. Yeah. She'll just put her hand out. And the lizard will climb on it? And they'll climb right on it. She's oh, wow. like the lizard whisperer. You know what I mean? Like, I'm <laughs> wow. serious. I'm serious. Like, on a fence, you know, like, you know, around your pool. Right. When yeah. When you see a lizard. And they always run it, away from me. Scurry. She just walks up nice and calm and puts her hand out and they... Oh, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. I'm always yeah. trying to save them from my cats and throw yeah. them back outside. Yeah. And and, and yeah, they run away just... from me, too. And I'm like, no, no. And they'll, they'll lose their tail and the tail's squiggling oh, around. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's part of their defense mechanism. Yes. But I do try to save them and throw them outside, but they will not come to me. No. Well, be, because of the anxiousness. Yeah, they've already, you already been traumatized by you a cat. You want to get outside, yeah. I found a, I, I, the most random thing. The other night, um, I heard like a frog, mm-hmm. right? So I thought one of the cats got a frog. You know that like, that yeah. frogs do. I woke up in the morning. There was a, a mouse. Oh, no. Out on the back porch that the cats got. Oh. And I'm like, how the hell did this mouse get in the house and get in the back porch? I must have opened the door when the dogs came in. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, it was the most random thing that, you know, and I, and, and I felt bad. I'm like, yeah, oh, I'm no, beat I up know. the cats. I'm Poor like, thing. You can't do that. But, I mean, no, that's no. what cats yeah, do. That's what but... they do, yeah. Yeah. You know, but th- that's the thing about one, one great thing about outside these walls, outside your house, we have the most incredible wildlife. Yes, we do. Yeah. Amazing. Like two blocks away, there's a peacock that lives. No, it's oh, you've got a peacock? Two blocks away. It's about two miles away. Oh, wow. On import. There's a couple of peacocks that just. And they just, they just walk around. They just walk around and shit all over your lawn. And, 
But but they puff out their tails and they're yep, beautiful and yep and or and the males that's Florida. do. You drive by, you stop, take a picture of them. They're all spread. Yeah. And, you know, it's um, people have ducks. Like I, I live right next to a pond. Yes. You know, I was thinking of getting some ducks and putting some ducks in the pond, but then there's a lot of wild ducks. When I lived on the river, there were always ducks. There geese. was a gator in the lake today, uh, so it was so about an eight foot yeah. gator. So I'm not putting any ducks. In no. There. no, no. Watch the dogs yeah. too. Yeah, well, fortunately enough, the the fence isn't built yet, and they're ca- they're caged, so they can't get out. But yeah, there's there's no ducks going in that pond. I don't want to. See yeah, there may be more than one too. Driveway all. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's not so. not good. Well, we only have a few minutes left, so um, I think it was a good show. Two minutes actually. Two minutes. We have two minutes left. An angel just told me two minutes. So if you or your organization would like to be a featured guest on the show, like I said earlier, please send me an email at ray at miraclesandrecovery.org. We'll send you an information packet on how to schedule your time, when is best for you. We're alive Mondays, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern I'm not sure if it's standard. Time? I think we're on standard. No, it's standard time because yeah. it would be Eastern Daylight Time. Right. It's Eastern Standard Time, which is uh, 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. That would be in California. Uh, send us what it is you want to talk about, and we'll absolutely have you on the show. I mean, we'll talk about anything. We'll look, we're talking about dogs, cats, lizards, <laughs> alligators, life, life, life on life's terms. That's yeah. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, listen to our show. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm telling you to listen to our show and you're listening. I'm grateful for our audience. Right. grateful that we have people who listen in every single week who care. And um, with that. With miracles in recovery, hope is in your corner. That it is. Good night, everybody. Stay blessed. Thank you for joining us this week for Miracles in Recovery. Be sure to listen again for another edition with your host, Ray Lynch, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great week. Hope is in your corner.